Hey, it's Gabe. I want to recommend a podcast I think you'll enjoy called What Could Go Right. On What Could Go Right, the hosts, Progress Network founder Zachary Carabell and Executive Director Emma Varva-Lucas, sit down with expert guests to discuss the world's most pressing issues. They look back at how far society has come and look forward to what it will take to achieve a brighter future. If you're looking for a weekly dose of optimistic ideas from smart people, listen to What Could Go Right wherever you get your podcasts. Before AI can help your business predict demand, accelerate growth, inform decisions, automate tasks, reveal insights, generate content, you have to trust it. Introducing WatsonX Governance. Helping you govern any AI as data, models, and policies change so you can scale it responsibly. Let's create AI that begins with trust with Watson X Governance. Learn more at ibm.com slash governance. IBM. Let's create. This Father's Day, the Home Depot has the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's the groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. This Father's Day, power dad's doing with the convenience and gas-like power of Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools from the Home Depot. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. Find the perfect Father's Day gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Shop for Father's Day now in stores or online at homedepot.com. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hello, and welcome to This Day in History class, a show that discovers something new about history every day. I'm Gabe Luzier, and in this episode, we're examining the brief but historic career of Charlotte E. Ray, a legal pioneer in a time of fierce prejudice. The day was February 27, 1872. Charlotte E. Ray became the first black woman in the United States to receive a law degree. She was one of just a few women of any race to practice law in the country, as women were generally excluded from the legal profession during the 19th century. After all, it's tough to get a degree when most of the colleges with law schools have rules against your enrollment, and Charlotte Ray, as a woman of color, was excluded two times over. She was born in New York City on January 13, 1850. Her parents, Charlotte Augusta Burroughs and Reverend Charles Bennett Ray, believed strongly in the value of education. The Rays had seven children, four boys and three girls. Despite the obstacles society placed in their daughter's path, the Rays made sure that all three of them, Charlotte and her two sisters, Cordelia and Florence, got the same chance to attend college as their sons did. And so, in 1865, shortly after the end of the Civil War, 
Charlotte began attending the Institution for the Education of Colored Youth in Washington, D.C. At the time, it was one of a handful of schools that offered a quality education to young African-American women. Much of the program centered on teaching domestic skills, but there was also a focus on training students to become teachers. Charlotte liked the idea, so when she graduated from the institution in 1869, she took a job at Howard University as a teacher trainee. The university had opened just a few years earlier with the mission of educating formerly enslaved people and their descendants. Charlotte believed in that mission and knew that training more black school teachers was a vital way to help achieve it. However, she also wanted to continue her own education, and in particular, she wanted to study law. Howard University was reportedly hesitant to admit women to its law program, possibly because the career opportunities for women in that field were quite limited, with many states not even allowing women to take the bar exam. However, the school's official policies did not discriminate against black men or women, and so, during her first year of teaching, Charlotte Ray was accepted into a three-year program at the Howard University School of Law. She specialized in corporate and commercial law, and she graduated on February 27, 1872. Some accounts have claimed that Charlotte Ray secured her admission to the D.C. Bar Association by disguising her gender. She allegedly submitted her application using just her initials, C.E. Ray, as a way to keep it from being instantly rejected. However, some historians dispute this detail, arguing that the bar in the District of Columbia had recently decided to admit women at the time of her application. Of course, it's possible that Charlotte didn't know about that rule change and therefore thought a ruse was necessary. But whatever the case, Charlotte E. Ray was admitted to the District of Columbia Bar on March 2, 1872, and then admitted to practice on April 23rd of that same year. She advertised her independent law practice in newspapers published by and for African Americans, including New National Era and Citizen both of which were owned by Frederick Douglass. Not much is known about the specifics of her commercial law practice, but we do know about at least one case of family law that she handled. Her client was Martha Gadley, an uneducated black woman who was trapped in an abusive marriage and wanted out. Gadley had already petitioned for a divorce in early 1875, citing numerous instances of drunken violence as grounds for dissolving the marriage. But sadly, the court didn't see her cruel treatment as anything to end a marriage over. Gadley's petition was turned down, and her case was dismissed. However, Martha Gadley didn't give up. Instead, she made the bold move to take her petition to a higher court the Supreme Court of the District of Columbia, and this time she wouldn't argue her case alone. Instead, she got Charlotte Ray to plead the case of Gadley versus Gadley on June 3, 1875. Ray was the first woman to practice and argue in the District of Columbia Supreme Court. Her arguments vividly described the violence of the marriage, including one incident in which Martha's husband used an axe to chop a hole in their bedroom floor and then threatened to push her into the room below and break her neck. 
Ray argued that maintaining a marriage like that would endanger Martha's life, and that she was therefore entitled to a divorce. This time, the court agreed, and delivered a rare ruling in favor of a survivor of domestic violence. Charlotte Ray's victory on Martha's behalf was a high point in what turned out to be an all-too-brief career in law. Despite her talents, credentials, and expertise, Ray was unable to find enough clients to keep her practice afloat. In the end, too few people were willing to trust legal matters to a black woman attorney. As a result, Ray closed her practice soon after the Gadley decision, and later returned to New York City, where she worked as a public school teacher in Brooklyn. She also remained active in social movements, including women's suffrage and equality for black women. In 1897, she moved to the suburbs of Woodside on Long Island. Fourteen years later, she passed away there after succumbing to a case of acute bronchitis. She was 60 years old. The sad reality is that many people who break the glass ceilings of societal prejudice often don't get to go very far beyond the barriers they've broken. The silver lining is that the people behind them generally have a better chance of moving forward even further. And that's the way it went with Charlotte Ray. Although she only practiced law for roughly three years, she cleared the path for other African-American women in the field of law. For example, Ray's admission to the bar in D.C. was used by black women in other states to establish precedent for their own admission to their bars. That said, the legal profession remains largely uninviting to women, and especially to African Americans, even today. According to the American Bar Association, as of 2021, just over a third of the practicing lawyers in the United States are female. Even more incriminating is the fact that just 5% of all U.S. lawyers are black, the exact same percentage as 10 years ago. The story of Charlotte E. Ray reminds us that the fight against intersectional discrimination has been going on for a very long time, and the state of legal representation today shows that that fight is still far from over. I'm Gabe Luzier, and hopefully you now know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. You can learn even more about history by following us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at TDIHC Show. And if you have any comments or suggestions, you can always send them my way at thisday at iheartmedia.com. Thanks to Chandler Mays for producing the show, and thank you for listening. I'll see you back here again tomorrow for another day in history class. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Hello, I'm Dr. Michael Mosley, and I want to let you know about my new immersive BBC Radio 4 podcast series, Deep Calm. It's all about how to tap into and activate a remarkable system that we all have hardwired inside of us, our relaxation response. And it's been developed to be listened to at any time you want to really unwind. I hope you'll listen wherever you get your BBC podcast. 
Hello, iHeart listener. We have a confession to make. Both iHeart and this commercial you're listening to right now would probably sound a heck of a lot better on the new Roku Pro Series TV. It's got side-firing speakers that fill your room with sound, Dolby Atmos audio that puts you right in the middle of the entertainment, and the ability to pair seamlessly with your home theater sound systems that already have surround sound and booming bass. If all that sounds too good to be true, it'll sound even better on the new Roku Pro Series. Your hearing isn't better. Your TV is. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. What's up, guys? This is Sean, Lights Out Merriment. And Saturday, June 15th, Lights Out Extreme Fighting 17 returns to Casino Palma in San Diego. Get your tickets now at LightsOutXF.com. And we'll be live on Lights Out Sports TV, available on all major platforms. Doors open at 5 p.m. Pacific. You don't want to miss this one. It's going to be Lights Out. Lights Out Sports is free sports TV by athletes for fans. For details about the event and tickets, go to LightsOutXF.com.